0: morning to you. I know you may not be listening in the morning, but that's when we are recording this podcast. It's November 11th, 6.06 a.m. in the morning. My name is Michael, and this is the FBTV Podcast. It's Veterans Day. Not going to get all gushy and mushy about it. I think the best way to handle it is just like uh, the immortal words of Jack Nicholson and a few good men. A simple thank you will suffice. Thank you. You know, I was thinking about this earlier before we started the podcast, back in the 80s. Everybody started remembering, for some reason, how the veterans coming back from Vietnam weren't shown any respect. As if they were coming home to a country that... Wasn't grateful, and I guess at the time that's pretty true. I mean, when you got people spitting on you because you're in a military uniform when you get off the plane, that that's not very grateful. But back in the '80s, I remember I was in my 20s back then, but I remember a big push came on about how the vets weren't appreciated and how we should say, you know, thank you, you know, kind of make up for what happened in the '60s and 70s, rather, 60s and 70s, and, uh, you know, I had a few friends that had gone to Vietnam, and each one of them, and it stuck to me, you know, wow, man, these guys weren't treated right when they came back, and it kind of hit me, and uh, I took them aside, and, and each one of them, I told them individually, hey. You know, I appreciate what you did. I, you know, thank you for going to Vietnam. Thank you, and just, you, you know, you wouldn't, unless you could have been there. It's just too hard to describe. Their, their eyes lit up. They, they saw. Well, you could see a little bit of comfort coming from that simple thank you. That simple show of gratitude. You, you could just see it in their eyes. So yeah, you know, a veteran. Tell them thank you. No, the wars we may go to, the wars they may fight in, may not be exactly what we choose to fight in or participate in, but they did. They followed orders. Thank you. All right, today's topic. Well, we're going to be talking about, actually, uh, we're going to be talking about what I talked about in the uh, YouTube video, this last YouTube video uh, that posted uh, here just a couple of two, three days ago. We were talking about cells during that video, and I'm we're, we're going to continue about you know talking about uh, sales calls and things of that nature as well. But uh, we're going to be talking about other things as well. Thing on uh, <laughs> the the uh, crazy thing about today, at least where I'm at locally is the weather. This is one of those crazy fall days where it starts out, we're right at 60 degrees right now. Yesterday we were up in the 70s, beautiful day. And uh, by the end of business today, we will be at or below freezing. One of those weird days. Showing rain for us up till uh, 3 o'clock, then it could, Uh, We have a chance of snow. 30% chance, according to the Weather Channel. This is one of those days that uh, the Weather Channel and NOAA just can't seem to agree. (laughs) The uh, Weather Channel says 30% NOAA, they're showing rain early, then an 80% chance of snow. So who knows? We'll know more this afternoon. All right. Now let's, uh, oh, before we get into that, got a little bit of business to take care of. Coffee mugs, coffee mugs, coffee mugs. They are available on the FBTV website. That's freightbrokertv.com. We have the 11 ounce mugs. Your choice, two to choose from. We have a black one and a white one. Uh, you can go to our freightbrokertv.com website to order. And as always, if you have any questions, you can uh, post those questions. If you're if you're watching a, the YouTube videos, you can post them in the comments area, uh, or you can go to our website. As a Matter of fact, uh, right below, if you're on our website listening to this uh, the audio of this podcast, uh, right below the uh, audio. Okay, if you if you can see, uh, I'm pointing at it. <laughs> okay. Right below the audio here, uh, there is a form there that you can uh, post your question. Your question will come to us and we will uh, address your question in a future podcast or video or both. Uh, if you find us on YouTube, I noticed this morning we are up to 41 subscribers. Almost halfway to where we need to be to be able to start a contest. As we've mentioned in in previous podcasts and previous videos, when we get up to the uh, 100 subscriber mark, we will begin having contests. We have prizes going to range anywhere from $15 up to $700. But to be eligible, you must be a subscriber to our YouTube channel. And... uh, subscribe go to our youtube channel log in subscribe all right now let's talk a little bit about uh sales this is going to be a continuation of what we talked about in the youtube video uh sales calls matter of fact in the uh, youtube video i was talking about uh, uh one time i went up to uh detroit where my dad's family's from i spent the summer up there and i worked for a telemarketer and watching those telemarketers do their thing, it just blew me away. I mean, just totally blew me away. I was no way a telemarketer, none zero zilch couldn't stand to do it. It just I felt uncomfortable doing it. It's because I didn't know how to do it. These people were pros; they knew how to work that telephone. had no qualms about it. i you know, I saw these people could pick up the phone. And you know, within just a few minutes, they made a sale. You know, five hundred, thousand dollars, two thousand, whatever, and it just, it just totally. I, I was amazed. These telemarketers, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be in sales, you got to understand first of all, freight. Being a freight broker is a sales person. If you're going to be a freight broker, accept it. You're a salesperson, bottom line. So, knowing that, and knowing that pretty much all of your sales, everything you do in sales is going to be over the telephone, it would probably be a pretty good idea to learn all you can about telemarketing. Uh, There are books, there are videos, there are probably websites dedicated to it. Learn it. That's not to say you should take everything you learn from these books and videos and anything else you come across and automatically just assume it's right and put it to use. I always recommend to everyone that uh, is in sales or, you know, I, I trained to be in sales or whatever. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of information out there. If you don't feel comfortable with whatever well, the uh, article or the training method or technique is don't attempt it if you're not sold on it you're not going to be able to sell anybody using it okay now with that in mind when you come across these techniques or ideas or suggestions and and you think oh man that yeah use it you're going to be able to you're you're going to be able to sell that idea or suggestion or technique or what because you believe in it see what i mean now, there is overselling. Overselling is when you don't close at the appropriate time and you got to keep on selling. you got to try to get them back, I, I tell you. <laughs> let, let me go back to my first few months when I was in sales. I started out years ago. By answering a blind ad in the newspaper, help wanted ad, $100 a week, two weeks guaranteed to learn our business. Well, at the time I was unemployed, $100, that is back in nineteen eighty, eighty-one, something like that. $100, you know, wasn't great money, but sure wasn't anything to sneeze at, you know, and, uh, I went in and applied and it was basically a job selling insurance and what the $100 a week guarantee was, I uh, was uh, sitting in the conference room and studying to be able to learn uh, the industry and the rules and regs so you could pass the uh, test to be an insurance agent. I did that. I did that for two weeks. And to be honest with you, I never, when I went into there and went into that to uh, to go to the training, uh, never in my mind was it in my, it never, And uh, I was there for the hundred bucks. If all I had to do was sit there for two weeks, get 200 bucks, I was happy. It gave me two weeks to figure out something else to do. But during that two weeks, I started seeing people come in that were already agents and they were making big bucks in sales. And that got my attention. That got my attention. And I started getting serious about it because my idea, and I think most entrepreneurs have this same thought or process that that something inside of them. My idea was basically if they could do it, I knew I could do it. I passed my insurance test. I went out uh, working a week or two with another agent. You know, they were showing me the ropes and things like that. Then it came time for me to go solo. Man, I was ready. I knew I was going to burn it up. I was going to, I was going to be the best salesperson ever. I was, I was going to start making money immediately. And boy, was I in for a rude awakening. I went that first week, didn't make a penny. And I bet I saw 30, 40, 50 people. I was starting to run low on money. Went out the next week, same thing. Didn't make a penny. Friday afternoon, maybe a quarter tank of gas left in my car, maybe a couple of bucks in my pocket. I couldn't even afford to go to a a bookstore to buy any books on selling, but I did have a library card. I went to the library and I checked out a couple, two, or three books on sales. And that's, that's all I did all weekend was study, read, study. But next week I went out and I made a sale. And the rest is history. Now, what I'm getting at, one of those early sales I made, I'll never forget it because... I oversold it, and what should have been a 15-20 minute sales call turned into being three hours because I knew I oversold it, and I had to keep on. I wasn't going to leave there without making the sale because I had already sold it, but I oversold it. You ever oversell something to where the potential, well, the prospect at this point, they are ready to say yes, write a check, give you cash, make you know they they're ready to purchase. And you don't take advantage of it right then and you keep trying to sell it. That's overselling. And they withdraw. They decide, "Okay, I'm not going to buy it now." That is a terrible feeling if you're a salesperson. When somebody is ready to purchase, let them buy it don't try to keep on selling they're already sold now that sounds that sounds like hey that's a common sense statement for the most part it is but you will be surprised when you get in the middle of a sales call how you can really mess that up Uh, it doesn't matter what you're selling Uh, you could be selling uh, insurance, real estate, cars You could be uh, a salesperson at an electronic store, furniture store. It doesn't matter. There are three elements to every sales call. I call them elements. Okay. You got the open, the presentation, and the close. And you've got to know when to move on to the next element. Your open is basically the handshake to get to know you. The, The presentation is when you are presenting... Your product or service and the benefits of having that product or service. And the close is actually asking the prospect to take action, to buy. Now, it, it, when, when you start getting into sales, if you study, you know, I always tell everybody, you got to be a student of sales. You know, you just don't learn how to sell, and that's it. Yes, you know how to sell, but you got to keep learning because. <sighs> You've got to know your product. You've got to know a lot of different close techniques. Remember I said earlier, open presentation and close. Close is, again, asking the prospect to take action. In other words, buy your product or service or whatever it might be. Say yes. There are... Literally thousands of different clothes techniques. Thousands of them. Uh, in brokering, we only use a couple, two, or three. You know, just ask the assumptive clothes. Uh, and then the same thing when you're selling low a carrier. And uh, we go over that all in the uh, training that we provide through TALTOA. If you want to check that out, obviously, you can go to TALTOA.com. But, uh... I, uh... Now, what I'm getting at is you've got to know how to close. You've got to know when to close. When you're a freight broker making your sales call, yeah, your pitch is short, sweet, to the point. That's the basic pitch. You know, hey, my name's Mike. I'm with. I've got trucks around your area all the time. I want to get set up with you to help you move your freight. How can I do that? Okay, so it's simple, to the point. You know, nothing to it. Yet, you can still screw it up. <laughs> you know, it's it's very it's very easy to start overselling. I've had clients that you know we 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 uh, made that pitch available to them, and they just thought that it was just too short. You know, too simple, too too just not enough information. Bottom line, and, and they tried to add to it, maybe make it a five hundred thousand word pitch. And every single client that did that, they all reverted back to the simple pitch because they found. They were overselling. Okay, you got to remember a customer, a shipper, they have one thing on their mind trucks. They need trucks. They need trucks to get in there and pick up their loads to get their loads delivered to their customer. Keep in mind, those people in shipping, they are employees. If they're not able to do that job consistently, they're not going to have a job very long. They've got to get trucks. They do not have the luxury of you know, calling the salesperson and saying, hey, you know, I, I can't get a truck to move that load. You're going to have to cancel that order. They can't do that. I mean, they can do it once, I guess, but realistically, they can't do that. So the short pitch works. Knowing your different closes, the techniques, being a student of sales, learning telemarketing, you know, just growing in what you're doing. That's that's really going to make or break you. That well, there's a lot of things make or break you, but you got you've got to know what you're doing. You've got to know what you're doing when you're making a sales call. Yes, and training, and uh, you know, yeah, you're going to get the basics. But it's up to you to add to those basics to grow. You know, as you make the sales call, the selling's not over. You know, yes, they've said yes, they're going to use your service as a freight broker, but you're still selling. You're selling yourself. You're selling the idea of building that relationship. You're selling uh, the idea that you're giving great customer service. I mean, to be able to sell that, you've got to be doing it obviously. But you're you're constantly selling, okay, to the shipper. And you're selling to the carrier you're selling to the carrier because as a carrier calls you or you're calling a trucking company you are selling them on the idea of you uh, uh, moving your load so you're constantly selling freight brokering is sales. the more you know about being a salesperson the more sales you're going to make the more loads you're going to move that makes sense Keep learning. Don't stop learning. All right. This is the FBTV Podcast. My name is Michael. If you just joined us, you can find the uh, podcast on uh, your favorite podcast app. Yeah, we're on TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, you name it, we're there. You know, I, 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 there, there I noticed the other day we're on some of these uh, apps that I didn't even know the app existed until I came across it by accident. <laughs> hey, go to our website freightbrokertv dot com. Freightbrokertv dot com. We do have the FBTV continuous broadcast. The broadcast is available on our website only. It's nonstop programming. It includes well the YouTube videos up there. Plus, we got additional things, entertainment TV things you you may not. Uh, well you'll you probably remember some of the o t v but uh, may not have seen it in a while, but we have that but uh, we have uh, uh things up there from Toa, the protrans live p t l protrans live uh we got some uh those broadcast uh, uh, that are uh, well, on the fbt continuous broadcast it's it's like regular t v you know mm-hmm. except it's on our website. Chain laws. Man, we're at that time of the year. Probably a little bit late to be talking about this. Probably should have been talking about this last month. But chain laws are in effect. This is for the uh, truckers out there. I'm sure you're very well aware of it. The reason I'm bringing this up now. uh, I came across an article on Oida's... Uh, their their magazine is called landline landline they got a, a great article in there about the chain laws the different laws in the different states and uh, mandatory carry and things like that so if you are a driver and you're not sure about the chain laws state to state yeah check it out landline landline i think it's landline l a n d l i n e dot media and there's no dot com. Just land landline.media. Now you may uh, if that don't get you there, just uh you know, do it do a search on landline. Or go to the OIDA website. I'm sure they get uh, got the uh, link to it. OIda, you'll find that at O O I D A Hey, it's Thanksgiving almost. note on how to take a sip of coffee there thanksgiving almost uh thursday november 28th when is that two weeks from uh, this thursday boise idaho boise stage stop 13th year doing this for drivers free turkey dinners you gotta have a cdl though and uh, if you're a driver you have an opportunity to win prizes during the uh driver appreciation event you know I want to say when I was a driver I was up there but they weren't giving free turkey dinners back then. them but uh, I saw the picture of the truck stop and the Boise stage stop that just sounds so familiar to me I used to be up there a lot when I was a driver but uh, yeah free Thanksgiving dinner so if you're a driver you're going to be up in the uh, Idaho Boise Idaho area around Thanksgiving you want to make sure you uh, stop by Well, trucking is being attacked again this time by Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont. He wants truckers to pay seven times more than cars under a new toll plan. It's called CT 2030. Let's see. Lamont's plan is designed to generate $21 billion for in- infrastructure improvements using a combination of federal funding borrow- borrowing and tolling on both passenger and commercial vehicles starting in 2023. Tolls would be collected at 14 different locations throughout the state. Jeez. I didn't think Connecticut was big enough to have 14 tow booths. I don't... I need to go to look at... Well, maybe I'm thinking about Rhode Island. Connecticut, I don't think... Yeah, maybe Connecticut. I don't know. I have to go look. It's been too long since I've been up in that part of the world. Uh, Anyway, Lamont says roughly 40% of those tolls will be paid by out-of-state drivers. That's... That's uh, the tourist... And people hauling food to your state, Connecticut, people delivering the goods you use every day, (laughs) they are considered out-of-state drivers. But he goes on to say, and still more will come from the heavy trucks that do most of the damage to our roads. Now, I'll give you that, yes. You know, you got 80,000 pounds plus going down the road 24-7. Yeah, it's going to do some damage. You know, I, I totally get that. Lamont's plan sets base toll rates at anywhere from $0.50 cents to a dollar for cars and $1.25 to $2.50 for medium-sized trucks and $3.50 to $7 for heavy trucks. Now, if you've got a Connecticut-issued transponder you might you might receive a 20% toll discount from the base toll rate okay so if you're in Connecticut you're a driver you're owner operator you have a trucking company in Connecticut and you got their Connecticut issued transponder make sure you get that 20% toll discount now here's 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 why I'm even bringing this up okay we talked about the California here the other day the last podcast I believe he started dipping into the money that was earmarked for infrastructure. You know, keep the roads going and everything like that. He decided to dip into it to use it for something else. Something like that was going on. But Lamont says the uh, federal and state law would prevent toll revenue from being diverted for non-transportation improvement projects. They always say that, but then they go ahead and do what they want to do with it anyway. They find some loophole. And believe me, for him to say that now, I would almost bet he already has the loophole. Okay, if it's his transportation plan, CT 2030, he wrote it, he's behind it, he's got something to do with it, he's involved with it, I'm sure there's a loophole (laughs) where he's going to be able to get his hands on that money. Politicians. You know, I was watching a movie last night. (laughs) <laughs> what was that? Uh, it was a Richard Gere movie. He was a attorney. He was, uh... Oh, what was that? Anyway, never mind. Uh, who cares what the name of the movie was, but it uh, had a preacher up there, uh, a priest, talking to a group of people. He, he was, uh... You know, somebody high up in the uh, hierarchy. And he made a joke because there was a room full of politicians and lawyers, and he was talking about all the politicians and lawyers that, uh... He saw a confession that morning, and uh, it was kind of funny because at first nobody laughed, and everybody took it as a joke and kind of saw what they were talking about. All right. What do we got here? Ah, here's something, and and (laughs) you know, I have so many mixed feelings about this. It's not even funny. A trucker sues a company over CBD gummy candy. An Illinois trucker has filed suit against a CBD candy maker after he lost his job due to a failed drug test. Uh, End of uh, October, the uh, class action suit was filed against Florida-based Just Brands USA and the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois. In the suit... It was argued that Just Brands USA violated the Illinois Consumer Fraud and Deceptive Trade Practices Act by labeling their CBD products no THC when he says that they do in fact contain THC because he failed a drug test and got fired. And that's the only place he could have got THC. According to the suit, the driver purchased the gummy watermelon rings made by Just Brands USA in July 2019 to help him cope with sleeplessness. Later, when he was asked to take a drug test, he failed due to the presence of THC in his sample. He blames the candy. Now, okay, here here we go. When I was a driver, we had random blood tests, or blood tests, drug test. We knew we would be tested. When I was a driver, you know that was so I didn't even want to be a, I didn't even want to be around secondhand smoke. I mean, if there was a chance, any THC could show up in my system. I avoided it like the plague. Just like, uh, poppy seed salad dressing. No way. Anything with, or, or anything with poppy seeds. I, I avoided it. I just did not have anything to do with Matter of fact, a friend of mine, he, he was talking about poppy seed salad dressing. I was still a driver. And, uh. He's talking about how good it was, but I refused to try it because it had poppy seeds because uh, it, it, it it was kind of a known fact that it could give you a false positive on your uh, uh, drug test, show positive for THC, or drugs anyway. But anyway, this is where I, you know, CBD, yeah, they say they have no THC, but how do you know? Just like Just like the driver here, You know, by the time he found out that, uh, and that's giving him the benefit of the doubt, uh, that this is the only place he could have, you know, come into contact with anything close to being THC was in the CBD gummy bears. The thing is, it's CBD. If you're a driver, you can't afford to take a chance like that. That's just too big of a risk. I mean, it's just too huge. Anyway, it's turning into a class action suit and it's open to persons who have purchased just brands USA CBD products labeled no (laughs) THC in the state of Illinois within the three years uh, of filing. But uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to call the guy a liar. I mean, he's going to a lot of trouble here trying to uh, say he's right. And to be honest with you, who knows? It could have been that batch just maybe wasn't good. At, you know, I don't understand the process. I don't get it. I know people, you know, you can't you can't go into anywhere anymore, you know, 7-Eleven or, you know, any type of store without seeing CBD products everywhere. And uh, I don't know. Some people really think they uh, provide a great health benefit. I don't know. Don't know. Anyway, we we'll, we we'll we have to stay on top of that, you know, over the months ahead because it's it's just probably going to take several years to play out. Unless uh, just brands just decide they want to do some type of settlement so they can, sh- you know, shut this up. I have to wait and see how that all works out in the future. Huh? All right, FBTV podcast freightbroker.tv.com, check us out, check out our YouTube channel. Matter of fact, that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us on this podcast. Yes, this is the first one, uh, you know, in the last couple of weeks. And we're going to try to make that up to you. Uh, just I've been under the weather a little bit, like I said, in the YouTube video. And starting to come back around, you know. We'll talk about next time if we got any snow. And if we did, how much? Probably see what the weather's saying now. Yeah, it's this is going to be my day today. All right? This is it. It's going to be... uh Okay, we're still heading out at 58. Still got a comfortable day out there. Uh, Still showing... Let's see, by noon, we should be at 41. Uh, Didn't I say it was 30% chance earlier of snow at 3 p.m.? Now they've got it at 40%. So this is going to be an interesting day. Let's see, before we get out of here, let's see what Noah's saying. Okay, like... I know you guys aren't interested in this, but hey, it's one of those days, you know, you have them at uh, wherever you are. And uh, I'm curious to see well, now what happened here. Yep, 90-90. Yeah, it was a uh, 90-80 on NOAA earlier. Now it's 90-90, 90% chance of rain turning into a 90% chance of snow. So it looks like we may see a dusting. At least a dusting. All right. Hey, have a good Veterans Day. Remember thank a veteran. Shake his hand. Buy him breakfast. Buy him or her a cup of coffee. Okay? Be safe. Talk to you soon.